This time of year, everybody, I think, a little bit slow to react, a little bit groggy, maybe a little bit under the weather as we deal with the inversion and the cold weather and getting up and not wanting to be outside. AJ and McCall at VFX. McCall out sick today. AJ Knight flying solo. And the thing that would make it worse is all that. You're dealing with it. You just want to get home. You want to get in and out as quickly as possible. And you roll up to what looks like a great spot. And it is taken. And not only is it taken, it is actually should be free, but someone has just been unable to do what they need to do and park well with inside the lines to let you in. I'll tell you what, I was up at Preston High School a couple weeks ago, went up there for a basketball game, and there was a parking spot, and I went to turn into it only to realize both cars, instead of parking the same angle and parking straight, decided to point towards each other, and I was like, I can't fit it in there. I'm also not going to be the jerk that blocks both of them while sticking my butt end out. And then I just sighed, grumbled under my breath, said something I can't repeat on air to complain out loud, and then rolled around to try and find another parking spot that was, of course, further away. That is why we do park narcs, to bring shame to those who park terribly and try and clean it up in the valley. Nominee number one this week, no one needs these rectangles. It's a truck with a trailer, which gets nominated quite a bit for park narcs, but uh, we... Very, very particular to make sure that they actually violate something because trailers are hard to drive with. And yeah, they're going to park weird. Doesn't necessarily mean they're parking like a jerk. But this one is in a special needs spot and it is taking up the full stripey rectangle. And then there's nominee number two. Hey, let's match. Not wanting to be outdone by a truck with a trailer, knowing they're not nearly as long. Someone pulled their friend along and to use a racing term, drafted them into the stripy rectangle not to mention it looks like that back car is sticking way out in the way of where you come in and out of this parking lot two stripy rectangles are you more upset that one took up the whole space or or that two tag teamed and quantity over quality so to speak Vote for Parknarks. Actually going to give you a chance to win some comedy tickets. Getting those details a little bit later this morning. But everybody that comments on the Facebook page and votes this uh, by the end of this morning will get entered in. And we will be giving away some comedy tickets. So go vote for Parknarks on our Facebook page. Pinned to the top. You can't miss it. Utah's VFX. I will never claim to be a doctor. And I understand there's uh, home remedies and homeopathic and crystals and all that, and I get all that. And I'm into it a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. That being said, once we start drinking about urine, you've lost me. I'm out completely. Of course, I would never claim to be in a doctor, and I would never bash the homeopathic or spiritual or crystals or whatever it is that they're home remedies to deal with certain things. I grew up with one of those people. My stepmom is into some of that. And I'm not going to knock it like I took garlic pills growing up, which sounds weird. But, hey, when I'm not a vampire, so it totally worked. AJ Knight on VFX. AJ McCall McCall out sick today. That being said, you say start drinking urine. I'm like, okay, hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. The cynic in me comes out. And while it definitely has some downsides to be so cynical, catches me right here. And I'm like, ah, mm, close. But no. There's an anti-vaxxer person who's uh, posted a video who said that uh, the solution to dealing with COVID-19 is to drink their own urine to tap in its, quote, redemptive properties, is among the latest calling the therapy the next COVID antidote. And look, yes, vaccine has been tiring. It's exhausting. We're all sick of it. We don't want it around anymore. We want the variants gone. We want all that gone. And everybody makes their choice on whatever it is. 
comes to masks and getting the vaccine and all that. But, but, no one would let anyone they know live it down if they're like, well, we haven't tried everything. Like, we, we will not go. We collectively as a society acknowledge WebMD, despite the fact that I'm pretty sure at least some medical professionals were involved in putting that together, we all collectively agree that we will not acknowledge that generally because everything you go on there and say, hey, I'm suffering from this, this, and this, what is it? And it says, you're dying. That was collectively put together, at least I think with some professionals. That being said... No, like just because one person comes out and said, hey, I think you should try. You just read one crazy internet opinion like, well, you know, the guy did say, I know this sounds crazy, but Power Up Above has given us everything we need and I've done tons of research on urine therapy. And that frankly, like you want, you want backing for things like that. I think especially of the medical decision, like when it comes to those homeopathic and the home remedies. I think the reason you trust them is because someone's done them for all their lives. Like, this is the natural treat for a, a cold or whatever. My mom did this. My mom's mom, right? That There's the backing there. Tons and tons of research on urine therapy. i got to be honest. I don't really care. I don't want to know what it is. Like, whatever you do in your house, that's cool. I'm good, man. Leave me out of that. I, mm-mm, mm-mm. Like I said, being a cynic has a lot of draws, but I ain't ever going to be the one that's like, well, you know, bottoms up. Please. Please do not do that. Please, like, take care of yourself in this weather. Please do not do that. Fingers crossed. Good news for 2022. It's so much easier when everything's already been taken care of. And Call's planner came with some stickers that she's supposed to use to mark when she's, you know, done all the stuff that she's supposed to for 2022. And it's all been decided. Working out, vacation, me time. And good news. It's in our favor. Rest easy. Every decision has been made for you already this year because McCall's planner gave her stickers for things she's supposed to put. To, like yep. It's like gold star, right? She did it so she gets to put it down and be like, yay. See, anytime I get planners that have stickers in them, I don't normally use them for the most part. Um, but this one is it's gold. They're literally gold. Uh, they're accomplishment stickers. I love them. AJ McCall at VFX for the Automatrix Group debate today. And they have things like vacation mm-hmm. and workout and all that. So, like, everything's been decided for you. I mean, yeah. But as I'm going through these these, these stickers, I'm thinking about it. And uh, there are 12, 12 airplanes on this, this sticker chart. Okay? Mind you, I got this planner at Staples. Maybe this is bold of me to assume, but I'm going to say... That if I have 12 stickers for airplanes, I am not using 12 stickers for airplanes after I bought this planner at Staples. I'm just saying. Okay, McCall not taking 12 vacations. What if it's for six round trips? That's too many. That's still too many. (laughs) When am I doing that? I may go on one a year, potentially, and that's it. Just one. And that's fine. Just one's fine. But I'm, I'm going through and I'm looking at some of these things and I got exercises on here 24 times so I can only do that 24 times. Twice a month. That's it. Maybe it's, what if it's weeks? Can you do two weeks out of the year? Two weeks out of the month? Two weeks out of the year. Two weeks out of the month. Perfect. <laughs> two weeks? Two weeks a month. I guess. You just check it up for a whole week? I just don't know. Okay, so we're only working out 24 times. We're I have, taking 12 vacations. Good I to have, know. Yeah, there's, so, okay, not just 12 vacations because I have airplanes, but then I have 12, like, vacation, it says the word vacation. So I have 24 vacations. That's a lot of vacation. I know. Look, don't be wrong, America. Love we it. need to take more vacation, but that's a lot of vacation. There's also 12 parties 
bold of you to assume that I'd be invited to any of those. <laughs> 12 meetings, 12 to-dos, so I can only get 12 things to done this hey, year. Good news, though. You can only attend 12 meetings this whole year. That's great. Only 12 times I'd be grateful. <laughs> only 12. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You'll check that off real fast. 24 times payday. That's right. Okay, that feels good. 12 times big day. There's also 12 coffee cups. Oof, rough for you. I know. Rough for That's you. That's like two days in. We have <laughs> 12. Okay, let's see. So there's 12 champagne glasses, but there's 12 two times. So cheerses. Yeah, so 12 cheerses. Well, we could we drink every night because we drink to my accomplishments. You could do it that way, I a guess. celebration. There's only 12 of them. Or I only have 12 accomplishments. 12 ragers. I, don't, I mean, it's up to you to determine what it is. It doesn't say what's on there. There's 12 check marks. I don't know what that is. It's... Ding. That's the sound can, that my that's the sound my Apple Pay makes. You can only accomplish twelve tasks. So you're just done. Like write something down. You're like done. Check. Cool. Yeah. Well, can't do anything the rest of the year. So there's twelve me times as well. So in Man, in you taking there is a ton of like personal days, which is great. Okay, I got it. But there's twelve me times, twenty four vacations, twelve parties, <laughs> twenty four birthdays. Twenty <laughs> four. That's a lot. Man, that's I, how I would I prefer think it would my take me about three years to celebrate 24 other other people's 24 right. other people's birthdays. Like three years. I know. By the way, I Googled it. So the average American takes about 17.2 vacation days per year. But are they actually vacation days? No, it's just they, that's how many days they take. Okay. It says vacation days. Right. So, so it could be sick. It could Got be it. sick days as well. Though it is worth noting, this is the third straight year that it has increased from the year before. Well, that's good. It went up half. The average American took half a vacation day more this this past year than the year before. Can we make that? Uh, you know, I once infamously said going into twenty twenty, make it more digital, less personal, and then we got a global pandemic that made everything more digital and less personal. Can it just be the year of more me time or more self care? How about that? Just more mental maintenance. For alliteration purposes, vacation, mental health days, taking time to just set stuff aside and go, how about that? Saying was right. My saying going into 2020 was right. Thus, I've sworn it off. What if I put it for good? I mean, I I don't think there's any room in there where you say just more mental care and more self-maintenance that I leave that out there and something bad happens like it kind of got twisted for a global pandemic. So we're going to go with that. And that could be just as simple as laughing at idiocy. Now, I can't pretend, of course, that I haven't seen the stories with McCall out sick, AJ and I with young AJ McCall at VFX for Florida not, but that doesn't mean we still can't have some fun with it because we've still got two terrible stories, and I got to tell you, one is absolutely terrifying and one gives me hope in the world. For instance, story number one, two idiots who set a small fire on New Year's Eve at a bar got caught because a bartender who served them that night saw the footage and recognized them. Because they were the jerks who didn't leave a tip. And how about that karma coming around? Seems like sometimes, right, you wait for karma and it takes just way too long. Or longer than you really want it to. But in this case, immediate. Gives me a little hope. The thing that scares me, story number two. A transplant surgeon lost his license in 2014 because... He was caught burning his initials into people's livers. Now, I already said earlier, I'm not a doctor, but like that doesn't seem like a good thing. So he got caught, lost his license. Well, he's back in the news because 
His medical license recently got restored. Apparently, he sat out long enough, learned his lesson not to brand your liver as he's putting it into you. Medical tribunal did reverse that decision, though, so he's bad. But why? Why? Like, if you get a liver transplant, you get an organ transplant. I've never been there. But I feel like you'd probably loosely remember the doctor's name because, you know, he kind of contributed to you living life still. Why, man? Why? What a day it is where Florida or not actually gives me some hope. Not to say we know which stories from where right now, but how can you not have hope about a little bit of karma kicking in immediately? And I suppose you could say, hey, AJ, that happens a lot because usually your stories are some idiot doing something they get caught. But I mean, the reasoning, I think, is what really does it for me. AJ McCall at VFX for Florida Not McCall out sick because, again, two idiots set a small fire on New Year's Eve in a bar and got caught because the bartender who served them that night watched the footage and recognized them as the jerks who didn't leave a tip. Apparently, there's a uh, a buoy that uh, is painted different colors down somewhere near here. Well, someone found an old Christmas tree, and they decided to drag it next to the buoy and then set it on fire. But they got caught because the bartender who served them that night watched the footage, recognized them as the jerks who did not leave a che- uh, leave a tip. Cops checked the bar security videos and confirmed it was the same guys, and they got arrested. Uh, they also went through the receipts as well to confirm it. I, again, karma instant. Like we talk about tipping a fair amount on the AJ McCall show. There's, there's your prime example. Dudes would have got off scot free if they would have tipped. Now, hopefully, that's not your reasoning for tipping, but you know. And then story number two: transplant surgeon in the UK lost license in 2014 after he's being caught burning his initials into people's livers, like he was. Burning and then in. So he's marking his territory. Apparently, uh, he got back. Uh, it happened during surgeries in 2013. He did it with a device called an argon beam coagulator. And each letter was about an inch and a half tall. So it was precise. It's like marking a diamond. However, he probably shouldn't have done that. He was caught the following year when another surgeon did a follow-up procedure and saw his initials. So he lost his license and was also convicted of two counts of assault in 2017. Well, he got back in the news because uh, he recently got his medical license back. His case was up for review a few months ago. He admitted what he did was, quote, stupid and entirely wrong. So he was allowed to practice again. But on Monday, a medical tribunal reversed that decision. They said it was such a big breach of trust between doctor and patient that he shouldn't be allowed to practice. He has a month to appeal the decision. <laughs> that one kind of feels like, look, should he have ever done that? No. He 100% never should have done that. And I don't want to make the case that he should be allowed to practice again. That kind of feels like they were like, okay, cool. Let's just, we're going to let this dude do this again because he's actually a pretty good surgeon as long as he doesn't do this D-bag move. And then a bunch of people were like, wait a minute, hold on, that guy? No. And they were like, yeah, you're right. Sorry. No, we, we were just kidding. We're not going to let him do it. But still, like, what, would I be mad? Yeah, I think I'd be a little bit mad, but if you told me, if you told me that it didn't affect my liver in any way, like if whatever organ it was, it wasn't going to cause any negative side effects, uh, wouldn't he kind of forget and kind of move on? That being said, when it comes to story one or two, normally I get to guess one story from Florida, one story not. And I got to tell you, up until I got to the buoy part, I would have said there's no way it's story number one because I would not have guessed that there would have been karma in the way that I wanted it to, and it would have been a great reminder. It had to have been the the guy carving his initials because we Florida and I had the dude that just showed up one day drinking a Four Locos Botoxing people. Like, that story was from Florida. That being said, then you get to the buoy part and then putting a Christmas tree out there, and you're like, eh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> 
if you would have went with story number two, which is what my gut is telling me before I even saw it, I would have gone with, you would have been... Actually, in the UK, it was in Florida. The buoy actually marks the southernmost part of the United States, apparently, right before you get into Cuban international waters. And that's where they went out to. So they went out of their way to set a tree on fire and got busted still because they didn't tip. That's your reminder. Take care, people, especially in the pandemic. Florida now with AJ McCall on VFX. Who didn't see Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and, and want to play that contest? Like every kid's dream, right, is to own their own candy factory. And I think there's been parodies along the way, but they haven't quite lived up to it. Well, one uh, beer company decided that they're going to have a little bit of fun with it. And probably as an adult, I don't know how I would handle all the payroll and all the staff and vacation and sick days of a full staff of a candy factory. But I sure as heck could use $1 million. Truly growing up as an adult, I think it's taking all those things you loved as a kid or, or wanted as a kid and then realizing, uh, maybe not. AJ Knight on VFX. AJ McCall McCall out sick. You watch Charlie the Chocolate Factory and every kid growing up was, yeah, want my own candy factory. I have candy all the time. It would be great. Move my family. It would be amazing. And then you get to an adult and you're like, yeah, no, don't me wrong. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to own my own business. But man, dealing with those sick days, dealing with all those requests off, handling all the paperwork, all that. You can see, you know, Gene Wilder in that first one, he didn't look too old as Willy Wonka. He was like, oh, I'm done. I need a vacation. Like, you can have it, kid. I am out of here. But as sure as I could use $1 million. Well, uh, Budweiser decided they're going to do their own golden ticket or golden can promotion, I should say. They're hiding 10,000 golden cans into packs of beers across the U.S. And if you find one, well, you won't win a tour of Anheuser-Busch and a chance to snub, uh, was it snug, snug, Slughorn? Snug, I can't remember his name. To possibly win the, the beer factory, as far as I could tell. Maybe there's some secret hidden paperwork somewhere. But you could win a million dollars. Uh, unfortunately... <laughs> In this day and age, the thing is, is you're like, okay, cool. All right, go. Maybe, maybe AJ, maybe I'm going to go out and try and find one of those golden cans. At the end of the day, you actually don't even have to do it because apparently you can also enter in online, which is, I think, just where we're at right now. Just like lack of energy, generally don't want to go out, generally don't want to run into people. So like you can go find one of those golden cans and probably feel great about it and have a little fun, pump your fist, or apparently... You can also go to their website, print a picture of a golden can, then wrap it around a normal can, take a photo, and enter in via social media. <laughs> you know, because everyone remembers that part in Charlie the Chocolate Factory where uh, they got away with the fake one because you just printed out the golden ticket and you were like, oh, yeah, we're going to let that guy in. That's not true. See, it's fake. It's how Charlie found the last one. <laughs> Look, I get it. I get it. We're all exhausted. <laughs> kind of defeats the purpose. Where you're like, you can go find this. Or you can just print a thing out, take a picture, whatever. We don't care. That's how it comes across, isn't it? Uh, I know, I know. I know there are people that haven't flown. In fact, one of my very good friend's girlfriend told me while I was visiting home for vacation that it's on her bucket list to fly one day. But even to her credit, I don't think she could stoop so low to bring something egregious. That the TSA would flag. Like, if she brought liquid and, like, nah, it's more than three ounces. Like, you and I are oh, okay, no, you can't do that. You got to, okay. But, like, a chainsaw, a machete. I think most of, at this point, have that one filed away to cannot bring, right? 
Consider this bonus float or not. The TSA released their top confiscated items of 2021, and it is just an indictment of the fact that on this Budweiser giveaway, people still aren't going to be able to figure out how to print the thing out and wrap it around a can. AJ McCall at VFX. McCall out sick. AJ with you. And look, maybe I'm being cynical because we all know I'm not the manliest of men. I'm not even the minly manliest of men. And perhaps there's a reason you actually need to bring a chainsaw somewhere on a flight. I don't know. I did help my brother once get a katana home from Japan. So I, I kind of get it. But the TSA released their top confiscated items and on the list was a chainsaw in the New Orleans International Airport. And I just... Look, I'm sure they're expensive. I'm sure maybe just maybe you get a little bit picky, right? Maybe you just go to the store and you just you crank them and you hand them a little bit. And they've got like some little saplings you can try them on and feel the handling and all that. You're pretty particular about it. You don't want people handling it because you got to go with it. Like, like you're a tree carver that goes around the world or whatever. You can't take that on a plane. You can't take a machete on a plane. Same thing. You can't take, you can't take a cleaver on a plane. A pistol, bullets in deodorant was confiscated in Atlantic City. Like, they're not going to let you take that stuff on a plane. I, I don't wrong. I am generally frustrated with the TSA because they are generally short and just act like they are so annoyed that they are doing their job. And I also feel like a lot of times at the airport, no one cares. The people working there do not care if they make a mistake or it's inconvenient to you. Not trying to be a jerk, but I've had multiple cases the last few times I flow where like just something's happened and there's like, eh, whatever. You know, that's how it goes. Like, we didn't do our part, but oh well, tough. You're still here. That being said, if there are people bringing stuff like this, a machete that was in Washington, D.C., the cleaver was in Pennsylvania, uh, a meth burrito, whatever that is, is in Texas. Someone, I think, apparently took their meth, decided to wrap it up in a burrito, thought, x ray, nobody will check that. I can just sneak that on through. I think I think my patience would be tested a little bit as well. I think I'd be a little bit upset and just be like, you know what? There is not a break long enough to stop me from just starting to swing. Just start swinging on these people. Just better catch these hands because everybody's going to get them. Like, why? Uh, in uh, Florida, yeah, did, did not escape making this list. Their uh, number one most hilarious thing confiscated in 2021, bear spray. Bear spray confiscated in Florida. I gotta be honest, not as bad as a chainsaw because, like, there's no subtlety to that. Like, you're not gonna get away sneaking stuff. They've got the metal detectors, they got the x rays, but <laughs> there's no sneaking that one onto a plane. Like, like really? We're gonna do this? We're gonna do. Th- okay, yeah, you can't bring a chainsaw on a plane. Well, why not? Like, sir, do we really have to go through? It, it poses a threat. What, what are you talking about? I'm not gonna. Uh, sir, sir, I don't even think that would fit in, in the overhead bin, would it? There's no way a chainsaw would fit up there. You take up the whole thing by yourself, and then you got to do the oh, we got to check bags thing because we did this thing where our planes aren't big enough. We got enough seats, but not enough space for your bags. How dare Ugh. flying? <sighs> I know it's not Wednesday, but we don't want to miss Would You Rather Wednesday. And I think this one is rather interesting because there's actually two different people in this building that deal with these issues. One of them, of course, a unfortunate circumstance of ending up getting COVID that we've seen McCall deal with, and someone else actually in the building has it as well, and never asked them. They seem to get along just fine, but I'm kind of curious which one you'd pick if you had to sacrifice one of the senses, sort of. Now, I, of course, have no problem telling you that McCall, I feel like, absolutely embarrassed herself uh, when she spoke ill of Skittles and then said that tropical Skittles were the best kind of Skittles. Like, that's ridiculous. 
AJ and I with you. AJ McCall at VFX McCall out sick. But that being said, she's talked about it a little bit, and Skittles is just the latest thing as she realized citrus is something that she cannot have post-COVID because it's just been absolutely ruined and tastes rancid as, as generally how she seems to describe the stuff she can't have anymore. And nobody wants that. Like, that's that sucks for her. The interesting thing is, for Would You Rather Wednesday, since it's come up a lot, thought about it, because there's actually someone in the building who has a, a, a little bit, I haven't really gotten to explain, I just know that they are, in some semblance, colorblind. And so, you know, okay, so you talk about which which of the senses do you rely on the most? Because I think taste, you would you would not have picked near the top, right? Vision, hearing, those ones would probably be the top two that allow you to function, I feel like, generally day to day. But then, okay, so what if you could just slightly alter your vision, be colorblind, and so you have trouble seeing colors, or sense of taste? Because now, of course, there's a bunch of people we know they're dealing with it, including the McCall Taylor. It seems like roulette every now and then when uh, she tries something and she finds something new and she's like, I can't have this. And I feel like I'm underestimating. Therefore, I should go with picking to lose my sense of taste versus colorblind. I, I, I hope that it's a sense of taste the same way that it is with McCall. Because if you lose all sense of taste, um, frankly, I think I would finally lose weight, to be honest with you, because... Then the taste, the sensation of taste, I think food would kind of lose a little bit of its luster, just a little bit. Like, you know what your favorites are, but like they just wouldn't have the same attachment, right? There's like memories and senses that are tied to the flavors. And so you're like, that, but you lose, I might actually finally, finally lose some weight. But I feel like underestimating, because like if it's just colorblind and not vision, you feel like, okay, it's just partial, so I could still keep my vision and keep all my sense of taste. So they can get away with it. But I feel like I'm underestimating like how important that is with no clue whatsoever. So in on in trying to avoid being ignorant, I'm like, hey, I'm not going to pick that one because I feel like that one, I'm underestimating how important that would be. So I'm going to give up a sense of taste. Hope that it's at least like McCall's where it's not all sense of taste. I get to keep some of it and then figure it out. And hopefully it's not all of my favorite foods because what is McCall said? Uh, soda, peanut butter. Chocolate, citrus now. And I want to say there was one other one as things she can no longer eat. The, the peanut butter one was so weird because we went in a whole thing about that because it said it tastes metallic. Ugh. Ugh. Would you rather lose your sense of taste or be colorblind? Poll of the day going up on our Twitter. Vote. Utah's VFX. Which would you rather lose? Uh, you know, in this day and age, it's probably good to have a little bit of survival tip on hand. McCall and I talk about that stuff. Fingers crossed I'll never end up in one of those situations because I'm not going to do well. But the weird thing is there's several out there that societally-wise, I feel like we know what the answer quote-unquote is, but it's not actually true. Like, for instance, if you find yourself face-to-face -face with a shark, what are you supposed to do? We all come up with the same answer, right? You punch it in the nose. But we do realize that's like an eight-foot killing machine. I'm not leading a survival trip anytime soon. I'm not going to get my own show. So when it comes to the internet suggesting things I should do or shouldn't do for survival, I'm going to at least pay them their due diligence because it's just an area of expertise I'm never going to have. AJ McCall at VFX. AJ Knight with you. McCall out sick. And so the thing that's interesting to me is that there's common beliefs that we share as a society that are just flat out untrue. For instance, again... If you're face-to-face -face with a shark, 
What are you supposed to be? They're supposed to do, excuse me. And the thought is, you punch it in the nose. And I never, never got that because, like, you know, it's an eight-foot killing machine. And apparently it's a myth. The noses really aren't that sensitive. You're better off going for their eyes or their gills. Hence, Deep Blue Sea, a terrible shark movie, but at least after that point, stabs the shark in the eye. A couple of the other ones, uh, I never heard of this one, but since we're just fleshed off and talking about Florida not, if an alligator chases you, you're supposed to run a zigzag pattern. And the idea is that they can't change directions very fast, is I guess they do kind of do like a sideways worm. So, I mean, in, in theory, it sounds sound. But actually, you shouldn't. Alligators are actually pretty fast runners. You should run straight line. Their stamina is terrible, so you just kind of got to outlast them and definitely don't trip. So, okay, great, AJ. We're now we're, uh, we've dealt with those wild animals. What are the odds I'm going to encounter an alligator shark? Can you give me something useful? Apparently, there was a belief that if you're sinking in a lake, your car, excuse me, you're supposed to wait till it's fully submerged to open the door so that it stabilizes the pressure? But rolling your window down as soon as possible is a much better strategy. That one I've never heard of, and I don't know why I would ever would ever buy that. I'd be like, no, no, like you can wait. I'm gonna get out of here. Like you, I'll come back with help if you want to sit here and wait a second. But I'm gonna roll the window down and get back out of here. How we ended up in the lake, no idea. But I'm gonna bounce because I don't. I, you know, I just don't want to be here to find out what this science experiment turns out to be. Like, hey, is this car gonna you know be uh, holding their pocket? I'm good. I'm out. This one is nuts, though, because this one totally makes sense to me. Because when you, uh, in a storm, right, you don't get under a tree because lightning. That'll strike and you can be, uh, definitely don't want to be under a tree. But apparently there's a thought that if you're driving, see a tornado, you're supposed to hide under an underpass. Makes sense to me, right? Hide under uh, stuff to avoid the wind, get out of the way. Totally makes sense. Actually, no. Narrow openings like that make winds accelerate. So being under an overpass couldn't be uh, any more dangerous because it's faster than the tornado. I was like, oh, good thing we stumbled across that thing because I totally be like, yeah, hide under. Let's get out of the way. Like, let's hide under the underpass. Why would we not do that? It's amazing the things that it, it, the, the shark one is the one that really blew me away because again, collectively, we've all heard that punch the shark in the nose, but it's not what you're supposed to do because the shark. And it just come away, maybe more mad. Like its eyes water a little bit. It does that thing where it like doesn't want to cry because, but it's just that reaction, right? When you bump your nose, and it's like, all right, man, that's how it's gonna be. And it comes back even more vicious. You know, we do park narcs each week on VFX, and remember to vote uh, on Facebook or on Instagram. Either one will work. It's pinned at our Facebook page, Utah's VFX for both. Because you got two pairs of tickets. To Comedy Night at the Event Center going on tonight. Doors open at 7.30. Two comedians, uh, Todd Johnson, Spence Roper. Each ticket, 30 bucks. so good uh, getaway for you. we got a pair, two pair we're giving away. Anyone that votes for Park Narcs before the end of this morning is going to be entered in. We'll give those away. But we do Park Narcs uh, every week, and it's only a matter of time before now nominees. We've gotten a message or two where people say, we don't understand because this was going on. And, yeah, it was going fast. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. You still parked in the special needs spot. It's only a matter of time, though, before the automated system is the one that's going to have the blame pinned on it. In fact, Tesla apparently added a new driving mode, which, great. I've often wanted to see what road rage looked like when it was automated. (sighs) Good news. Road rage may soon be automated, and all thanks to Elon Musk. Maybe not directly him, but I mean it's his company, so he gets to blame. (laughs) AJ McCall on VFX McCall out sick. And uh, Tesla apparently is, is working on a program that's called uh, Assertive 
self-driving for their Teslas. And according to the description, your cars will shorten their follow distance. They'll be able to change lanes more often. They'll stay in the fast lane even if you're not passing someone. And it allows your cars from rolling stops. Thank goodness. It's only a matter of time before they add in a little honking, a little light flashing, right? Flash the brights a little bit. I, I mean, good. Now, that being said, Utah, with all due respect, that's still not as bad as Utah drivers because, you know, they add a drives in the fast lane and won't get out of the way, even though they're going 10 under waits until you're about to them and then enters the road. I don't know. I don't do not get that. I, so many times I watch cars, they want to turn onto the road, they wait, and then they finally do it in front of the car who's coming along as opposed to when they could have done it. And so everybody got to slow down. That being said, like, I be quite the, quite the thing to get stuck behind this sort of car, tailgating you a little bit, trying to get by you all of a sudden does, you decide maybe to yell something at it. Maybe even maybe you're so compelled to flip at the bird only to see no one in the driver's seat or whoever's in there just kind of snoozing aside as they let the self-drive go along. You're like, wait a minute, did I just flip off a robot? Is that what happened? Am I cursing a robot right now? <laughs> I, I don't, Apparently Tesla has uh, three automated driving profiles right now. Chill, average, and assertive. Why they needed assertive, no idea. Like, I want to get places, too, so I guess you could say my driving is potentially assertive. But uh, let's let's leave the road rage ro- away from robots. How about you just get there from point A to point B? Because that's the amazing thing, right? It's self-driving. You don't have to worry about it. Let's not worry about the speed getting there because you're already getting there with no effort on your part. <sighs> road rage coming from the robots, and it's going to be ugly. Terminator fan, I hate this. Skynet is coming. <laughs> we are going to come up with money to solve problems for the debated aid. We're going we're gonna to stop listening to the things we don't want to listen to anymore and avoid cringe. All it costs, a little bit of coin. That's in about 10 minutes for the Automatrix Group debated aid from VFX. I know, I know the saying is that money can't buy happiness, but man, money can sure take care of a lot of things that at least makes life easier. AJ McCall at VFX for the Automatrix Group debated aid. McCall out sick today. Uh, and what if, what if, now this is, this is extreme power. This might be the most power that the AJ McCall shows ever hypothetically handed out. But what if you could find someone for mentioning something you were sick of just to get them to stop doing it? Think about it. You could simply set one thing, just one thing. You get to pick one thing, a phrase, a trigger word, whatever it is. And if in your presence, it comes up, find, put the money in the jar. The reason I bring this up because apparently there's a bar, bar in Ireland. It's called the Art Bar, Alt Bar, excuse me, that says they're tired of the pandemic. They don't want to hear people's thoughts about it. They don't want to hear anything on the subject. So they have a COVID fine jar. Anytime someone mentions COVID, they have to drop two euros, which is about two bucks. And the really cool thing is all the money that goes into this little, I would call it a plastic cup, honestly, more than a jar, but all the money that goes in there goes to a local charity. And right now it's currently benefiting what is called Donegal Hospice. So super cool all the way around because everybody's tired of it, right? And nobody, nobody wants to get into politics. The last 10 years have seen it get like just super ugly. And the last thing you want is that to start a fight. So what is the thing you would want to be able to have the power to find someone for? Because I'm fully on board with COVID. But if you think about it, I... Oldest of four, 
McCall, oldest of three, neither of us married. McCall with Dustin, almost a decade. Ashley and I have a decade. Younger siblings, married. Uh, calls kids, right? She's a she's an aunt. And so, like, you know, the, the idea of the, when are you going to get married? When are you going to have kids? I'm like, oh, man, you know, yes, that fine jar, right? I mean, it's, it's super tempting. I tell you something else. This is, this is fully me, and this is probably, this is a first world of first world problems. But I hate, only because I have one family member that I talk to semi-consistently who always asks about it. I hate the small talk about the weather. Like, it's one thing, it's one thing to ask, I think, like this time, gotten any snow. I can accept that. But it's the generic, how's the weather? That's a space filler that just drives me bonkers because I hear it all the time. Because if you really wanted to know, weather apps on your phone, watches, whatever you got, have this really cool thing where you can put multiple destinations in. You can put, like, so, for instance, if you're a parent, you want to know what it's like where your kids are, you can put it in. And you can be like, oh, hey, that's what it is. No way. But nobody cares that much now because you just want the space filler while you give your brain time to think. And I cannot stand it. It's so old. Like, do you really actually care? No, you don't. You really don't. And then you complain about your weather. So it just seems like you're opening the door for you to have something to complain about. That is 100% something I would definitely consider finding people for. But maybe, just maybe. Maybe, because this is a kind of a spin on the curse chart. Maybe, just maybe, this is actually a pretty cool, this early in, kind of resolution thing. Maybe, just maybe, there's something you want to do uh, in your household. Nobody can put themselves down. Nobody can say the word stupid or jerk or you have to say it. And if not, you come up with something like, no, this is what we're going to do. And then, you know, you make a family decision. Once it hits a certain amount, you take everybody out for a family trip or whatever. Not a bad idea to try and alter a word or a pattern or a behavior for the better this is a thought watch out because those fines are coming coin can also get you a lot of way money is a lot of way this could solve a problem once your wallet starts getting hurt you start paying attention also help you make things go away what if what if you could use money to avoid cringe just what's it worth to you? It's the question now for the Automatrix Group Debated 8 on VFX. Because if you could avoid a minor inconvenience for just a little bit of cash, would you? AJ McCall at VFX McCall out sick today. That was the question. Would you spend money to avoid a minor inconvenience or keep the wallet, keep the purse in the pockets, cash aside, and just grit your teeth and get through it? According to the survey, 27% of Americans said they're more likely to spend money to make life a little easier. 52%, so majority said, no way, keeping the money. And then 21% said, well, you know, it depends. Apparently, uh, younger people more likely to spend to avoid some minor inconveniences. 30% of people under 55 said yes. And income matters as well. Only 19% of people who made under 40 grand a year said they'd spend the money. So, you know, there's circumstances to pay it out. But how about one legitimately that happened this morning that I think I would cough up a little bit of dough to solve? I would love, and I don't know what the technology would be, but I would love to never wake up just before my alarm. Just before my alarm. Last night, for whatever reason, wake up in the middle of the night. Don't know why. And apparently that set off this internal alarm in my body where I was like, oh, okay, well, I get more sleep. This is a weird feeling. And then I proceeded to wake up five minutes before my alarm like two other times. Woke up five minutes before the original alarm, snoozed it for a stretch, 
woke up five minutes before again, and finally gave up. I was like, all right, I'm just going to get up now. But it just it, it shut off this anxiety, and I feel like I got up and, and, and took my got up and got ready today, and like my shoulders hurt. And I think it was because of the tension. I was like, am I late? No. And then you can't really relax, even though I tried to snooze to get a few more minutes of sleep. Now I'm just freaking. I'm just freaking out because the anxiety's there, and I'm thinking, oh, I've slept past my alarm. There's no way. It's got to be way too late. I'm late for work. Wasn't the case. Definitely pay for that. Uh, don't get me started on the amount of things that I would definitely consider paying for. When it comes to driving to save a convenience, a little bit of time, a little bit of minor inconveniences, because in the end of the day, yeah, I'm going to be 30 seconds later than I was, but it's just so noxious. The thing is, I think I would fall ultimately if it's yes, no, or does it depend on the it depends, because I think there are things I would consider, but I'd also, mama didn't raise no fool. You don't say yes flat out. You got to do a little negotiating here. Wait and see what the price is here first, because yes, I would love Love to never wake up right before my alarm. I would love to be in a deep sleep until my alarm goes off, but I ain't gonna pay like a thousand bucks for that. You know, anxiety or not, I can go home ultimately sometime in the middle of the day and grab a nap if I need to be and throw off my whole sleep schedule and ruin my life that way. I'll handle it. But a thousand bucks is gonna come in hand. It's a lot of money. So, would you pay to spend money to avoid a minor inconvenience? 27% of Americans said yes, 52 said no. And 21 said, it depends. Since the theme here for the debate at eight has been money, what would you use it on? And Maybe it doesn't buy everything, but it can solve some problems. What about the fact that there's a list put out of the things that everyone says we need more of? Can money help solve that? Do you think as an artist, if your song gets a little bit of boost from online popularity, but it's like kind of against the idea of what the song is, you're upset about it? Like, for instance... AJ McCall at VFX. McCall out sick. AJ and I with you. So Dell's album, right? She poured her heart and soul in it because she got divorced about it. But that song is completely ruined for me because on uh, TikTok, someone did the instant where does the go You just I hear go like you're going down a roller coaster. So that's all I hear for it. I've made several videos myself about it. So like it's boosted the popularity, right? Because people found this comedy aspect, but it's like totally against the nature of the song. So if you're Adele, are you upset about it? Like, ultimately, I guess if it helps your bottom line, the answer would be no. But, like, you also, it's a creative thing. Like, she poured her heart and soul in and so kind of goes against what she's trying to do. I feel like I can understand being upset about it. AJ McCall on VFX. McCall sick today. Well wishes to her. And uh, ironically enough, you know, we're talking for the debate today. Money can't, saying is money can't buy happiness, but I think money can solve a lot of things. We went through a couple different things. Money could potentially handle. Well, what about the top things we don't get enough of? Poll was uh, done and, and people listed the things that they, they think they need more of. And the answer is for some of these, well, if you're independently wealthy, I guess you could have all the time in the world to chase them. Money did make the list, though. Only at number five in terms of things we don't think we get enough of. Ahead of it was exercise, greed, sleep, Never, never enough of that. Vacation days or just days off, which again, remember the motto for today, for this year, I decided was make this the year of self-care. Make this the year of mental health management. And, you know, calls planner. Was it 12, 24 planes, 12 vacation days, me time. Like her planner was like, you got to take your time off. Uh, though it is worth noting, uh, when we're talking about that, it's the Third straight year, Americans have taken slightly more vacation time the year, than the year before, so we're trending in the right direction. 
But number one, ironically enough, of all the things we don't get enough of, money, sleep, exercise, vacation, fresh air, laughter, those are all the list in the bottom of the top ten. Number one was sunshine. And you can't help but think, it was like, was this, somebody in Utah do this? Talk about the inversion of the mountains, making days a little bit earlier because it goes behind, the sun goes behind the mountains. Somebody else talking about that? Somebody in Utah write this one up? Didn't get enough vitamin E? D? Which vitamins in sunshine? E, right? That's kind of nuts. As, as cynical as I am and as much crap as I give them a call for moon magic, right? The horoscope and the spiritual stuff and all that. Very simply put, out of 2,000 people polled, the number one answer of the things they don't think anybody gets enough of, sunshine. And especially this time of year, I think. Seasonal depression kicks in. There's something about... I think just being outside and just standing in the sun for a second that is a little bit obviously warming, but a little bit refreshing as well. Like I can't believe money sleep would be high on my list, but I maybe I'm getting soft in my older age. Find it hard not to just be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I could see sunshine definitely being up there on the list. We've got a chance for you to win a night out. Two pairs of tickets to comedy night. Tell you how to do that before this morning is over. Otherwise, you'll miss out, and it's so easy. We've got a night out for you. Two pairs of tickets to give away for the Rocky Mountain Promotions at the Event Center comedy night. AJ McCall on VFX. McCall out sick tonight, though. I know she really wanted to go, so she got to be super bummed that she came down with a little something-something. But... Uh, Todd, comedian Todd Johnson and comedian Spence Roper are going to be at the event center. It is uh, behind the mall where the, I think the Greek streak is in that area. And doors open at 732. Comedians each take a 30 bucks, so 60 bucks for the pair. We've got two pair to give away, and we're going to make it really easy for you. McCall and I both out yesterday. Park Narc's just getting underway for the year 2022, so you know, kind of a little you scratch our back, we scratch yours. For all those that voted, if you already commented on Instagram, on Facebook, you're already entered in. So you have for the rest of this morning with the A.J. McCall Show, which ends at 10, to comment for Park Narcs. Pen to the top of our Facebook page on our Instagram. Can't miss it on the feed, Utah's VFX. And just vote. All you got to do is vote for the one that annoys you the most because tomorrow we'll find out which parking spot was deemed the most annoying. So you've got the truck with the trailer taking up an entire stripey rectangle in a special needs spot. And then you've got the two friends who decided, well, they didn't want to be outdone by a trailer. And they know they didn't quite have the length, so they just lined up tail to nose to take up their whole stripey rectangle. Which one would annoy you the most? You roll into the parking lot later tonight. you got to run some errands. You're going grocery shopping. you got to stop to pick something up. And you see both of these in the same parking lot. Which one makes you want to key their car just a little bit more? Which one makes you wish you had the power by yourself to just flip it on its side to send a message? And, of course, if you see terrible parking, please take a picture safely. Please safely take a picture and send it to Facebook, to Twitter, to Instagram, Utah's VFX, all three, one word, U-T-A-H-S-V-F-X. And you can get entered in because each week there's prizes. And, of course, at the end of the year, we do a tournament with some large prizes. And you can maybe be the one that found the worst parker of the entire year. But today, Facebook, Instagram, Utah's VFX, vote for Park Narcs. Which parking spot annoys you the most to get entered in for a pair of tickets? And we have two of them. But entered in for a pair of tickets to Comedy Night tonight at the Event Center to see comedian Todd Johnson and Spencer, Spence Roper, excuse me. Utah's VFX, all social media.
VFX's Facebook roulette. Make sure you're friends with AJ Knight, with McCall Taylor, because then we could see your post. And we decide, man, that is so good. We got to get that on the VFX Facebook page when we like and share it. Though, credit where credit is due, Crystal sent us today's. It is the uh, 10-year challenge. It's been going around, right? You post a picture of yourself 10 years ago and what you look like now, except this one's a picture of a house that was $200,000, and then it's a picture of a house that's $750,000 because it is the 10-year challenge I need someone to explain because for millennials specifically, it's why we're having so much trouble buying houses. And, you know, with need, no McCall Taylor today, she out six, send her some well wishes. Well, that's an easy dub. Utah's VFX, make sure you find and add us across all social media. Also, there's the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor across all social media as well. Please take care of yourself as starting again that stretch where even without COVID, you have the flu and the cold here and the general, just all that. Ugh. So please continue to take care of yourself. And I don't mean take care of yourself in a way that that crazy internet person we talked about this morning did. I mean, just self-care. 2022, the year of mental maintenance. Self-care and mental maintenance is what we're going to make it. Uh, find AJ McCall, A-J-A-N-D-M-C-C-A-L-L on Facebook and Instagram. And then if you ever miss anything on the show, you want to go back and listen to it again, you want to share, thank you for doing so. But just search for AJ McCall anywhere podcasts are, like Spotify or iTunes. Watch out for ice. So one thing, the weather warming up, melting all the snow, kind of nice. But the thing is, it refreezes. And it's diminishing day and day. But like my parking lot, there's one spot every day. It does not matter. I'm a step, and you're immediately going to hear a whoop from me. Luckily, I haven't fallen yet. But be careful. Tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.